Hey y'all, welcome to Blomversations. I'm your host, Bren. It has been a couple weeks since I have chatted with you guys. <laughs> I don't have a good reason other than life. <laughs> I hate getting on here and saying that because it sounds like such a stupid excuse, but literally I've been going nonstop for the past few weeks and about killed me. <laughs> We have had my father-in-law in town, my sister, my niece, and my nephew in town. One of my brothers came to town, and it has just been a jam-packed few weeks. So, things started falling off the to-do list, and I started going back into the cycle of just not taking care of myself. So, here we are getting ready. Today is actually a really exciting day. I have girlfriends coming over tonight from high school. I've seen all of them since high school, but we haven't hung out the five of us in over a decade. (laughs) And I'm excited, a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous because It's been so long. And one of the girls I have remained super close with, and I actually talk to her pretty much every day. And we spend time together every month, and I hang out with her and her kids. And we actually work together at one of my jobs. And she actually told me to apply for the job. And we just have maintained our friendship. There were times over the years where we were distant, you know, geographically, emotionally, but we always had this ability of just falling back into place really easily. I think that comes from the fact that we've literally grown up our entire lives together. We met in kindergarten and then reunited in the third grade, and we've pretty much been together ever since. She knows me. She's done life with me. She is somebody that it's just a real blessing because I get to be me with her. We were talking about it and I said, you know, I think what I love the most about our friendship is that you don't expect me to be anything other than who I am and whatever I have to give in that moment is enough. And it is so important to have friends like that. So she is coming over tonight and a few other girlfriends from high school. And I was thinking about the last time we were all together. That is like not a school event or not a dance, not a after high school random run in. And I'm not sure that it's actually the last time we were all together, but it is such a strong memory for me. We were staying the night at one of the girls' houses and this was my God, 2005. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so long ago. Actually, one of the other girls came through my coffee stand not that long ago. And someone asked how long we had known each other. And I was like, oh my gosh, man, going on like 10 years, right? And she was like, babe, 
we've been graduated for more than 10 years and I've known you since we were freshmen in high school. I was like, oh, that's disgusting. (laughs) We're so old, which is super funny because when I'm working my coffee stand job, I feel old because I'm one of the oldest there. But then I go into my office job and everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're just a baby. You're so young. I'm like, thank you guys. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. I really needed to hear that. (laughs) So anyways, so I have my girlfriend that we've known since we were five, actually two of them, because I played um, (laughs) t-ball with one of them when we were on a team called the Wild Horses. I still think I have the jersey somewhere. Not the jersey. What is it called when it's baseball? (laughs) I mean, I played for 13 years. You'd think I would know. Anyways, I have my shirt (laughs) from our Wild Horses t-ball team. I remember our coaches let us pick the name and that was what we wanted to be. It was Wild Horses. And then the next year they, they picked the name and our colors and our scheme and made us the Shamrocks. But I mean, I liked... I like to be in both. Anyway, so I've known the other one since T-Ball. And then another one of the girlfriends moved on to my childhood street. I think when we were in seventh grade, like going into seventh grade, I remember her and her little sister actually walked. So we live on a dead end road growing up and pretty much every parcel was either two and a half acres or five acres and we had five acres. We lived about halfway down the road and then on the back end of five acres. These two little girls are like knocking on our door one day, except I don't know, I'm 12, 13 maybe. And people are just knocking on the door and I'm home alone. So I'm freaked out and I don't want to answer the door. I have no idea who they are. And then it clicks in my head that my mom had told me some kids had moved in, um, to one of the houses. And so I was like, Oh, and I go running out the front door. They're, they're already starting down the driveway. And I was like, are you the new neighbor girls? (laughs) They're like, yeah. (laughs) So we quickly became friends. And then the other girl, I met freshman year of high school and we just instantly bonded as well and had a friendship off and on throughout the years. And so I'm really excited. I'm excited to get everybody together, but I'm nervous because it's been so long and I don't want to feel like I have to watch what I say or look a certain way or feel stressed if my light needs dusted. I don't know. Just throwing random shit out there, but I don't think I will. I don't think this group of women is going to make me feel anything but loved and supported and just fiercely cheered on. I have been struggling with living back home (laughs) I always thought we'd like settle down here and raise kids until it was actually time to do that. And I'm like, no, but there's like a whole world out there. I don't want to be in a crummy old hometown. (laughs) 
And our hometown's great. It's lovely. Everyone's awesome. I mean, there's something super cute about the idea of raising kids here and them going to the same high school that I went to, that my parents went to. I mean, it that it would be awesome. But there's the other part of me that's like, oh, heck no, we need to get out. <laughs> we need to get out. We need to go see the world and chase our dreams and And we don't have kids yet, so I don't feel as rooted as maybe I would feel if we did have children. But anyways, I've been talking to God about it and just saying like, please give me a sign. Give me a sign like if I'm on the right direction or not, because I'm working both jobs and one of them is definitely like a career job. The other one has the potential of just being something for essentially ever. And my husband and I are going back and forth on trying to buy a house. Do we want to? Do we want to wait? What are, what is our plans? And I'm like, well, I hate it here. <laughs> so one day I'm like, I want my own house. And the next day I'm like, fuck that. I want to run away from here. I don't like being here. So my poor husband, right? <laughs> uh, ever trying to keep up with my revolving door of ideas. But I've been talking to God and I'm like, okay, I have things that are really heavy on my heart that I think that I am supposed to pursue that I just feel pushed towards, but I'm also letting myself live miserably here by telling myself every day, I hate it. I don't want to be here. You know, I like our friends and family. I love our friends and family, but it's not enough for me. Like this isn't where I think I'm supposed to be. So I'm talking to God and I'm like, okay, can you just guide me? Let me know, help me see your plan. And part of the things that I was complaining to with my husband is like, yeah, I have friends and family, but I don't have like an errand buddy. I don't have someone that I like weekly get together with. In Tennessee, I got really spoiled with that. I had a lot of friends that in the South, they just show up at your house. And that worked really well for me because sometimes I get really reclusive and really hermity. So having someone just show up and be like, we're going to sit on the couch together and watch TV or my girlfriend Megan would show up. (laughs) She has quite the palate. She would show up and she'd be like, all right, I got some chocolate milk and some bold peanuts and we're just going to sit here and we're going to talk. Like, okay, come on in. (laughs) But it was amazing because it was like she always knew when I needed someone to stop by. And then I had a couple other girlfriends that we got together with regularly. I had one of my dearest friends as well, um, Nicole, that, I mean, we worked together. So we saw each other multiple days a week and then we would hang out after work and on our off days and just talk all the time. And I had that, I guess I'm, (laughs) I guess I'm a little needy in a friendship and I try not to be because I recognize everybody has their own life. I think that was a hard adjustment for me coming here because in Tennessee, a lot of my friends either didn't have kids or they still had a life that allowed them to have time for themselves as well. And coming home, I don't 
really have any super close friends that don't have children. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love all of their kids, but it is a different dynamic when you're used to someone that you can just call up and be like, Hey, you want to go to target? Hey, do you want to go grab a bite to eat? Do you want to go see a movie? Do you want to go this, that, and the other? And they can't because they have their kids and their husband's working or their blah, blah, blah. And when we first moved home, we reconnected with some people and I had a girlfriend like that, that she would be like, Hey, do you want to go to home goods? Do you want to go to target? Do you want to grab a lunch? And either she would bring her son with us or she would have someone watch him or, you know, her husband would take care of it and it take care of him. (laughs) And it was awesome. But that friendship was not healthy for us and we had to cut ties. And I think after that, it made me really, really sad because first of all, I miss that friendship and the people that I thought those people were, but I also miss having like a pal, having someone that you talk to every day, having someone that knows what's going on in your life and is invested, I guess, and you're mutually invested. It was nice to have those friends that you weekly are going on date night with and you are spending your holidays with and just, I missed that. And so anyways, I was talking to God and I'm like, okay, give me, give me a sign. Give me an answer. Give me something. Please let me know. Like, do I just need to give up on my dreams? Do I need to just be happy with where we're at? And all of a sudden I had a girlfriend reach out and say, Hey, we need to get together. We need to do dinner. I miss you. It's been so long. Had another girlfriend reach out and say, Hey, I'm going to go do this shopping thing. Would you like to go? Okay. Awesome. And then this group of girls, women, (laughs) one of them, we had kind of been tagging each other and stuff on Facebook over the last couple years. And I see most of them on occasion through the coffee stand and we communicate on Instagram and kind of like social media, right? Anyways, one of them had put us all in a group message and said, okay, I miss you. It's been so long. Can we get together? Can we hang out? Can we reconnect? And I'm like, wow. In the last two weeks, I just had like seven people reach out wanting to get together. And it kind of made me chuckle. I'm like, okay, God, I see. I hear you. And then I saw, I can't remember if it was on Instagram, but there was like a quote about basically the breakdown of it was there. I'm going to totally mess it up, but it was something along the lines of like still pursuing your dreams, even if it's not the path that you thought it was going to be or something like that. And so I took that to mean like, okay, maybe I continue working on my book. Maybe I continue writing the movie and maybe I also form some roots here and have these good friendships and that strong foundation of people. And then Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe I don't need to leave to pursue the things that I want to pursue. Doesn't mean I don't want to still leave sometimes. (laughs) Doesn't mean I'm never going to leave, but maybe right now 
the way that things are playing out, this is where I'm supposed to be. So I'm really excited for the girls to come over. We were initially talking about going out and I'm like, why don't, why don't you guys come here? Like, let's have it at my house. My husband will be at work. (laughs) I don't have any babies that we need to worry about and we can just be together. And so we've been chatting in our little group text and talking about what we're going to make and who's going to do this and who's going to do that. And I texted them all yesterday. I said, okay, can we be like comfy casual? Because I don't want to feel like I have to get ready to sit at my own house. I super duper just want to be in like leggings and a sweatshirt and just be with you guys. And one of the girls was like, ah, damn it. I was going to wear a ball gown and heels, but okay, I guess. (laughs) Basically we all felt the exact same. We just want to be comfortable and connect and get together. And I think it's going to be really good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm also ferociously cleaning my house because like I said, life has been really insane. The last few weeks I've been working six to seven days a week and between both jobs in just even like the last three weeks, I worked an insane amount of hours. I was going to try and add it up, but I don't, it's stupid. <laughs> I was averaging like 60 to 65 hours a week, which maybe for some people is normal. It is very, very much not for me. And we have just had event after event going on with the stand, which was amazing. We just celebrated 20 years of business, incredible, and had a big celebratory day. And then I kind of get a breather today. (laughs) And then we're gearing up because we adopt a family for Thanksgiving and gift a Thanksgiving dinner to them. And we're also going to be picking a local charity or some other organization to raise funds for or materials for, depending on what we decide on. And then Christmas time, we always adopt a family or two at the stand and get donations and put together Christmas for them, which is super exciting. And we're working on some really fun stuff for the staff. And then I'm still just trying to keep my head above water at my other job, (laughs) still learning and growing. And trying to make sure I'm taking care of me. I'm still working on getting everything figured out with setting boundaries and feeling confident in saying no. I was talking about it with my aunt and saying that it's really hard for me because I say no and people get upset and then I feel guilty. And she was like, well, they can get upset, but you don't have to feel guilty. She said, over the years, you've been this people pleaser. So people have come to expect this kind of behavior from you where they say they need you to do something and you do it. And she's like, but that doesn't have to continue. You need to be confident in your nose. You need to say, no, thank you. That doesn't work for me. No, I'm not going to be able to give you that ride. No, I'm not going to be able to do this. If it's not something that I want to or can do without jeopardizing me, I'm like, yeah, but then they get mad and 
that I'm letting them down. And she was like, no, you're not. You're prioritizing you and that's exactly what you should be doing. So still working on that, (laughs) still trying to figure out that balance and just continuing to evolve and be who we're supposed to be, right? (laughs) I hope that it goes amazing tonight because I'm really, really hoping to have that core group of friends. I have so many individuals and so many little mini groups of friends, but most of them aren't friends with each other. None of them have like problems with each other, but they're just not. I have some really, really, really great girlfriends in my life, but most of them aren't also friends. So I'm really looking forward to the potential of reconnecting with this group of women and having it be a regular thing that we get together and we hang out. And, you know, my, (laughs) my cousin's fiance, one of my favorite people now, she is just a doll. She has this amazing group of friends and it's like a lot of them. I want to say it's like seven or eight of them, maybe nine. I don't know. There's a good amount of them and they've all been friends for years and years and years from school and then kind of adopted people into the group after that. And they get together every year for a girl's trip every year for a week at a time, they carve out and they go do stuff together. And I'm like, wow, that's really, really awesome. And I was talking about it again with my aunt And she was saying that it's just unrealistic for us to expect our spouse to be 100% of everything we need, right? And so I was relaying that conversation to my girlfriend, one of the girls that's going to be here tonight. And I said, you know, they just, they just can't have like the same girl chat with us. Even if they listen, even if they want to be gossip girls with us, they just, they don't get it on the same level every time. And she was like, well, yeah. And it's hard to bitch about them to them. And we started laughing and we both agree that we have been missing that type of friendship that you prioritize, make time for and take trips with and do things together. And we want that. We want that girl's trip that it's like, okay, every October or whatever, even if it's just for a weekend, we all get together and we go do something and we have fun and we relive our misspent youth and we enjoy laughing until the wee hours of the morning and we get up and we make breakfast and we turn on the same music from high school. We, (laughs) that slumber party that we had, I don't know if I even got into it, but the slumber party that we had that is so ingrained in my brain, we were listening to I think it's Cascade. I want to say Cascadia, but I think it's Cascade. The one where she's like, every time we touch, I get this feeling. Every time we kiss, I swear I could fly. And I can picture all of us girls in our girlfriend's kitchen dancing around, blasting that. I feel like we were making breakfast, but I feel like we were also baking cookies but everybody had like a spatula and a wooden spoon. And we were just, that was our anthem. (laughs) Like you couldn't tell us shit. And also that same slumber party. (laughs) It's so funny to me. We were such, we were children. And one of our upperclassmen friends 
had smuggled us a six pack of Mike's hard lemonade. There's five of us, right? Between the five of us, we split a six pack of Mike's hard lemonade and we got buzzed. (laughs) We got buzzed and we had the best time and we were prank calling people and staying up and sharing secrets and just enjoying each other's company. And it's such a pure, I mean, okay, underage drinking, but it's such a pure (laughs) memory. And it was such an amazing time. And I am half tempted to randomly put that song on when the girls are here and just see, (laughs) see if we all just fall back into place and start rocking out because these were girls that we laughed so hard and we could be unabashedly ourselves. And I'm really, really hoping that it's like that tonight. I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes and just enjoying each other's company. So I will keep you guys posted on how it goes tonight and keep you current on the saga of me trying to maintain adult friendships. (laughs) I will be sure to keep you guys updated on how it goes, fill you in on the details of our awesome night and how it just plays out. I think that it's hard as we get older to maintain friendships, build new adult friendships and reignite old friendships. So I know that a lot of you were in similar situations and I will be sure to let you know, like, oh my God, it was awkward as hell, or it was the most amazing thing ever. Imagining it'll be the most amazing thing, but either way, I will let you know. And if you are in a similar situation, I would encourage you to take a leap of faith and take those next steps, reach out and make plans and don't let yourself cancel them. My girlfriend and I were joking about how, okay, we're really doing this. Nobody's canceled. We're, we're getting together and we all want to get together, but to get together tongue tied, (laughs) but sometimes we let our anxiety get the best of us and, you know, we bail and knock on wood, nobody's bailed. (laughs) So I'm really looking forward to it. And I would encourage you to do the same. Have a great rest of your day. As always, this is Blonversations. I am Bren. We will chat soon. Cheers.